Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm Shan Vanderleek, founder of True Balance International and TransformationGoddess.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. Today it's my honor to introduce you to Sophia de Balsa. Sophia joined us back, mm, I guess it was this past spring, to tell us about a project she was working on, The Goddess Chronicles, and we're going to be talking more about that today. But first let me start by sharing a little bit more with you about Sophia. She passionately believes that art can infuse and enrich our lives. She wholeheartedly believes that art is painting, writing, cooking, gardening, taking pictures, anything that makes you smile and come alive. She begs us to slow down and listen to the voice of the muse. Sophia asks us to believe that we are all artists because we can all manifest, produce, and create by using our imaginations. Sophia is an active blogger and writer, and she is the creator of The Goddess Chronicles, a global traveling art journal project to support the nonprofit organization Girls Inc. Sophia is also the co-creator of the sisterhood Hermana Sagrada, or Sacred Sister, an online community that celebrates art, healing, support, and global sisterhood. Sophia, it is such an honor to have you with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Shan. I really appreciate spending time with you and your listeners. It is just uh, so great to connect with you again. We, we became internet friends, gosh, this past February when you started your New Goddess Chronicles project, and um, I believe we did a guest post back then. And I've been following you on Facebook and out in the world, following the progress with the Chronicles. And the timing is perfect, knowing that uh, that stage of creation is uh, just about complete and that you'll be sharing this incredible project and process with the world. Yes. Yes, I, I remember just starting off and talking to you about it. And I really didn't know where it was all going to go. It, it really has been quite a journey. Uh, but 10 months later, uh, I'm ready. It's ready. It's born. And uh, we've shared it with the Facebook goddesses that participated in it. We've let it go public. And actually this week, I'm taking the actual book that was created, the handmade book that was created for all the girls, and I'm taking that over to Girls Inc. tomorrow, actually. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm ready to see. We're supposed to be planning an unveiling event for the girls, so I'll have more details and pictures about that as soon as it happens, but I'm just really over the moon, excited, happy, just grateful for the opportunity to be able to do something like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I love it when the seed of an idea turns into something so powerful. And, and with that, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about your 
personal transformation that you've experienced in the last 12 months. And I know that will have some to do with this project, but uh, one of the things that I like to do is really help our listeners uh, tune into and get to know you through your own personal transformations. And that will lead us through the rest of the interview. Okay, well, yeah, my personal transformation, I mean, there's been a lot of big changes for me in the last year. I I grew as an artist. I finally decided after probably about four years of going back and forth that, that I would leave my job. Um, I was a professor of pharmacy technology at a community college, and I really loved teaching, but really teaching nowadays, that's the last thing that I was doing. There was so many other things that would take my energy, and it just didn't feel honoring anymore. And I I just started doing more art and paying attention to um, my, my calling, really. I opened myself up to my calling, which is to facilitate intentional creativity with girls and women. My art has changed. I've grown. I, I've learned that having faith in myself and in the journey helps me to make choices that are truly aligned with my values. So in the last year, my life has transformed as I've committed myself to practicing bringing my mindfulness to each interaction that I have, to circumstances in my life or any situation that I encounter. And so I believe that practicing this has made everything possible in my life. And um, Um. intentional creativity has really been my consistent, sacred practice. And I, I absolutely love meeting each and every muse that comes through the portal of my canvas. There is just something so magical that happens when I take my time getting to know the face that stares back at me. Uh-huh. It's, it's, a, it's something that I just can't really explain. I have conversations with the feminine images, with the women that present themselves to me. It's just really an amazing process and really an amazing tool for self-healing. And that's, that's become my business. That's what I do. That's how I help others on the path to self-love, self-acceptance, self-discovery, just to kind of heal whatever's needed in the present moment of their lives. That is so incredible. And to, to think that just 12 months ago, this hadn't even occurred to you fully. And I, and I know that things unfold, certainly as, as we move along, but to be where you are now after, as we talk about soul-sucking, um, I, I too left a soul-sucking job quite some time, about eight years ago now, it, to be able to say, look, look at what happened when I surrendered. Look at what, I, what happened when I embraced intentional creativity. What a blessing. Exactly. It really is a blessing. I mean, I literally, I literally can see what manifests in my physical world as a result of paying attention and looking inward and really doing that as a daily practice 
helps me to realize that I can create anything that I choose in my life. Uh I can create things. I mean, there's things that I can't control, but I tend not to focus on those much anymore. I really focus on what can I do right now? Uh What is in my power? And how can I use my mind, my heart, my hands to create that, to see that come to life? And that's a really powerful, powerful thing for me. Oh, it sure, it sure sounds like it. And just to be present, it's, it's amazing how simple that sounds and yet how uh, daunting it can be. But when you allow yourself to just move through each moment in that way, and then the moments start to come together and the thread forms and that becomes your life. Exactly. It's, it's a practice that becomes a habit and that habit becomes your life. Mm. Um, it's just really, it's just really about being present and knowing even, even if Sometimes I lose myself in my emotions or in the circumstances or situations that arise. The mere fact that I can catch myself and be aware of what I'm doing or what I'm thinking, and I stop myself and I say, okay, is this what I want more of? Do I want to continue to manifest it in this way? So just being able to stop myself in those moments and really be aware and come back to center is just a great thing for me. It's, it's just taken some time to really practice this, but that's what intentionality is all about to me. And that's why intentional creativity, when you bring these things to the canvas or to a piece of paper or to your cooking, whatever it is that you touch, when you bring this ritual and this sacredness to your present moment, life just blooms. Things just open up. Oh, no, no doubt about it. No doubt. And you are, you are living proof of that. And Sophia, I'd love for you to share with us some of your favorite sacred feminine rituals. Yeah, sure. Um, absolutely. Um, my favorite feminine ritual is being in a circle of goddesses. At every single one of my painting workshops, before any paint is poured or any drawing sketched, we move through a red thread ceremony. The red thread has lots of legends connected to it, but there's a Chinese legend that says, Those that are supposed to meet are connected by an invisible red thread. And I absolutely love that. Uh I started doing this ritual after I met my mentor, uh, Shiloh Sophia McLeod, taught me the importance of kind of creating the container for some magical things to happen And when women come together in this way and they honor that moment just before we begin, just to be in the mystery of what we're going to create, it really just sets the, the mood. It sets the environment. And so it helps also 
the women that I serve to honor the connection to each other. So it's something that is good for me because I get to be a part of that experience, but it's also good for the women that are gathering in the circles. Just great things happen when we honor that intention or what we've come together to create. Oh, it sounds really wonderful. And I agree with you. I, I love being in circle with goddesses, no matter what we're doing, whether we're doing healing work or creative work, or whether we're just bringing um, food that we've made to come and have a meal together or, or what have you. It's something that I don't know how it got lost for so many, but I'm grateful to see the return of the goddess and the return of of circles and, and sharing and and really honoring one another. Yes, yes, I, I completely agree. I mean, I just definitely it's something that's missing in our daily encounters or, um, you know, when we get together in community. But I, I really think that more and more women are craving this connection. They're craving to just open themselves up in a community where they can feel safe and they're ready for it. So many women are coming to workshops, going to meet with you, Shan, in the work that you do because they're just ready to open themselves up. They're not ready. They're, they're not afraid anymore to be naked, really, just to mm -hmm. let themselves be. It's a, a beautiful, beautiful change to witness, that's for sure. How else do you embody being a sovereign goddess? Well, I think that it's very important for me to practice self-care. I like to wake up early in the morning before anyone else in the house wakes up and just sit with a cup of tea on the porch. And I like to imagine that I'm listening to the stars whisper wisdom to me. Mm. And so it's during this time that I get to feed my sovereign goddess. And I do this first before any painting or any work. Otherwise, I would risk moving through the day without having honored the joy that this ritual brings and honoring, self, uh, honoring myself and um, keeping up with my self-care ritual. Oh, that sounds great. I love having space in the morning for those kinds of things. And thanks to you and, and a couple of other women that I've met this year, I began painting. And so I will often start the morning with a cup of coffee and sit on my front porch and then will allow myself time to paint before my day begins. Not every day, but often it, I just decided that the paint and the easel and the canvas and everything would be a part of my living room. It is a part of it. It doesn't get put away. <laughs> yeah. And it's changed everything for me. And so I'm still a newbie at this, but when you talk about the, you know, the sacred ritual and, and really honoring your sovereignty, being able to do that is a gift that we give ourselves, no matter what it looks like. Definitely, definitely. I mean, just being able 
to self-express because that's really what it's about, expressing yourself in whatever form that you choose at any moment in time. And if you just happen to be near your easel or your stove or, you know, outside in the forest, you can self-express in whatever way that you're that you choose for yourself. Uh-huh. And for me, painting is just it does it for me. You know, it's something that really feeds my soul. And I probably I don't do it every day, but I have a specified art studio, and I'm in there probably four or five times a week. But everybody has to choose, like, give yourself choices to be intentionally creative. Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be painting, but painting is definitely part of expressing yourself in self-expression, regardless of what it looks like. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, one of the things that I'm enjoying so much about it, about this experience and like I said, it hasn't even been a full year that, that I've been at it, is uh, there's no judgment I love the color and I love how it feels to create and I love the ritual around what may come of it and how forgiving working with acrylics really is because that's that's what I'm working with right now and how uh, how the canvas changes until I decide that it's complete you know just all of these exactly. all of these things that to you are, are You've known for much longer than I have, so I'm still this, like, oh, and, and, oh, wow, okay, I can do this. It's very forgiving. It's very fun. It's very creative, and, and it's very um, meditative. It's it really, yeah. anyway, yeah. just I'm really grateful for having found painting and adding that to my repertoire of, of whatever that, that I feel like intentionally creating each day. So let's talk about your inspiration for the Goddess Chronicles because that is really what's in front of you right now and I'd love for you to share that story again and I'll make sure that I also connect our interview here and the blog post to our original blog post and we'll make sure that everybody can get as much information as possible about this incredible offering. Okay, well, I think that... The original inspiration for me was just a deep, deep yearning from within. There was days that would pass by and nights that passed by, and I really felt like I wanted to do something more than I was doing. I wanted to give more of myself, really. And I kept thinking, well, how can I do this? I th- I thought a little bit about the skills that I had, talents, and then how could I use those to really do something good for someone or anyone. And I had spent a lot of time online with a creative tribe of artists, and I craved collaboration as well. And I, you know, I just kind of started thinking about it a little bit, and really, that's how the Goddess Chronicles began. I, I had sat with the idea for a couple of months, and I wondered about, okay, who would actually be interested in this? And there was a few times where I would talk myself right out of it because, you know, there was this, this the inner critic, this gremlin 
that would tell me nobody would care. Mm. And so there was one day when I was bathing my three-year-old twin nieces. These girls are a riot. <laughs> and so I, 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 would, I watched them, and they're sitting, or I'm sitting back letting them play in the tub, and they're just giggling and splashing water, and it was just a joyful experience and to watch them just be love present. Oh yeah. It it helped me like it really helped me to remember that I made a commitment when I left my soul sucking job to really live a life with intention and purpose and love and faith. And so really, in a way, the book was made for them. I I really wanted them to know that they're beautiful just as they are and that they're loved by many people in this world, even people that they don't know, which for me is all of the artists that participated in the Goddess Chronicles. Mm -hmm. And it, it was in that moment that I realized how many other girls would benefit from such a powerful coming together. And so with fear and doubt trailing behind me at that point, I figured I'd just run with it while I had a head start. (laughs) Good, good choice. Very good choice. So tell us just a little bit about the the process so that our listeners have a better, a little bit better understanding of, of what that meant when you had that head start? Well, I really didn't have a plan. I just knew that I needed to find some people that would be interested in producing some artwork in an art journal. And originally, I had thought, okay, there'll be maybe 20 people that are interested, and I'll mail out a journal book. It'll start with me in San Antonio, And we'll just have it travel around the United States. At that point, I didn't even realize that people outside of the U.S. would be interested. (laughs) So after about, I think it was about a week and a half, there were 45 people interested in the whole project. And then it just started growing and growing and I had no idea how I would logistically manage 71 people at that time, but I couldn't say no. I said yes to each woman who was called to the work. And so it was a massive coordination project, my part, and there were upfronts that were definitely more than I had planned, but... I knew that it was something that was bigger than me and it it just had to happen. And so what I decided was that I would mail journal books to different regions of the world. That way we could save artists the cost of mailing. And so there was a book that went out to California and a book that went out to Canada and Australia and Europe. And so there were different, there was about 15 journal books traveling at one time. And so what would happen is when each artist received the book, they had two weeks to create one page or a two page spread and then mail it to the next goddess. And like that, we went through the whole entire year. And um, 
Some books got lost in the mail. Actually, I got an email today from a lady in Canada who said, oh, I found it. I found the book because I guess the post office had it in some place. And so we've lost books. We've found books. Um, I even lost some pages over the summer when I was moving. But in the very end, the whole creation was just so beautiful. <laughs> it's such a great story. I, uh, thank you so much for sharing with us. I, I, I know that our listeners would like to connect with you. Where, where is the best place that they can do that? I imagine you're pretty much all over the place social media wise, but um, if you want to share the, a couple of places where they can find you, and I promise to put the rest um, at, the, at the Transformation Goddess blog. Yeah, definitely. I am reachable through my website, sofiadabalsa.com, and there's links there to the Goddess Chronicles. If people would like to order a book, they are um, public, and you can order one. I, I really thought it was important to offer options for every budget, so... You can find those on SofiaDavalsa.com. I'm on Facebook at Sofia Loves Art. You can also find me at my blog at SofiaDavalsa.blogspot.com. Oh, wonderful. And I know that you have a, a sneak peek, a, a free gift that you wish to share with our community. Yes, I do. If, if you visit my website... Under the Goddess Chronicles there, there's a link for a free slideshow, and I'll be sure to send those out as they come in. Oh, that'll be great. That's just so exciting. Excited for you, for all the goddesses involved, for all of the girls that are going to benefit from this body of work, and I look forward to seeing what, what comes up next for you, Sophia. You are such an inspiration, and thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Shan. I really appreciate talking to you. Thanks for listening. You're invited to visit TransformationGoddess.com to receive Shan's enchanting four-part audio series for supportive practices to awaken your inner goddess.